Hey, do you know what the opposite of old foggy is? Young Misty? Nuclear. 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 Hey, this is James from StrongPunk.com. And this is Couch Potato Mike. How are you doing today, sir? Pretty good. That's a, I know it's a bad joke. Uh, Mike, Mike is literally building his career on dad jokes, and that one is so bad that even Mike wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Oh, no. It's irradiated, my friends. Oh, that's horrible. That, that joke was demolicious. Yeah. Um, so, what is the topic of today's show? Today, appropriately enough, we are talking about nuclear survival gear items. Just stop at nuclear survival. Nuclear survival. Yes. So, uh, I wrote an article a couple years ago about nuclear 10 nuclear survival gear items you should have. Um, but today is just going to be the definitive guide to nuclear survival. Um, so... I got some show notes down. This one, so this is the definitive guide to nuclear survival, but this one may also be a winding wilderness rabbit hole chasing fun episode. Fascinating. Um, and, and I've always I may wanted have to one cut of those. I may, have to, I may have to cut this short if it gets too crazy and long. Uh, do you know what the only band was that could survive a nuclear fallout is? What? Fallout Boy. Bah. Yeah. Um, there, there's a couple of myths I want to dispel talking about nuclear survival. Um, a couple, um, I got some fringe pseudoscience to bring up, so that'll be fun times and awesome. You will not become a superhero. Uh, probably not, no. You will probably lose your dick. And you'll probably not grow an extra head. Yeah, so, you know what, there's a lot of, so there's a lot of fear-mongering going on right now in, in the survival monger, community. Monger, monger, monger. Um, there are certain YouTubers, and I won't name names, but, uh, if you I know, will you if know. I know them. You don't. Okay. Um, but definitely there's... There's a lot of people doing the cash grab of just like fear mongering to get money. Uh, they're like every dude, every single episode is like, hold on. I got breaking news. It's the end. Like literally for years now, every video is the end. Like you've got a proven track track record of being wrong here, guys. Like, yeah. See, in the end, it doesn't even matter. Like, I hate to say it, but on a lot of things, I'm so milk toast that you can't say that I'm wrong. <laughs> James. James predicts 2022-2023 might be rough. <laughs> yeah, it probably will be rough. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so you, you can't, like, James didn't say nuclear war. James is doing an episode of nuclear war, not because I'm trying to do a cash grab, but... It is fun to talk about these things. The world is going to change in 2024. Write that one down. Catch Potato Mike says the world is going to change in 2024. Prediction. <clears throat> Couch Potato Domus. <laughs> the Grand Potato. So, yeah. There's a lot of people um, out there talking about, like, this is what the world will look like post-nuclear war. This is what... This is what you have to deal with post, post like nuclear warfare and post bombing. Um, you know what? I, I hear a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of theories. I've heard a lot of talk. I've seen a lot of prepper fiction. Um, we we literally have an example of a post nuclear bombed area. You mean Japan? I mean Japan. Yeah. Literally, two bombs were dropped on Japan. Fat man and little boy on Hiroshima, Nagasaki. Correct. So we literally know what could happen. 
Right. And those weren't, you know, did you know that those weren't even the exact same kind of bomb? One was like a hydrogen bomb. The other one was like plutonium? Something, yeah. Yeah, um, it was two different uh, radiations. Right. So so we we have examples of what that could look like. Oh, of course. Keep in mind, those were small, too, right. by modern standards. There's different examples. Like, there's, um, we've basically made the entire Bikini Atoll, like, inhabitable. Um, the whole ocean floor under it's like right. fucking populated with like sponges and but even, starfish and squirrels and spacesuits. Even like so, to quote Jurassic Park here, life finds a way. Like life uh, finds a way. Um, Chernobyl is not a dead zone. No, people keep going in there and filming YouTube videos. Right, like there are, there are services that let you go in there and hunt uh, wild irradiated boars with AK forty sevens. Because um, they're living how's, in there and thriving. How's, how's the meat? I'm not eating it. <laughs> uh, however, if you're like James, like bucket list, like money's no thing, like top 100. Yeah, I'd go hunt boars with an AK-47 in, in Chernobyl. Like, I, I, I mean, do you think that uh, the original scientific predictions about how radioactive they would be for how long and how powerful and all that. Right. Do you think they were incorrect? I, I do. In I, error. And I will talk about that later uh, when I get to it. But uh, so a couple quick facts. <coughs> F-A-C-T-S. A total F -A -T -S. of 140,000 people in Hiroshima and am I even pronouncing that correctly? Nagasaki? Hiroshima. Hiroshima. And 73,000 in Nagasaki. Nagasaki, yes, uh, died instantaneously within five months due to nuclear blast. Intense radiant heat from the fireball and ionizing, ionizing, ionizing. I think it's ionizing. Ionizing radiation. Many survivors later became known as Ribakusha. He. Hibakushi. You pronounced it correctly before. Yes. There's he, a scratch on your phone. Hibakushi. That's your phone. Oh, there's a scratch in, on my phone. <laughs> in Japan, known as Hibakusha in Japan, Hibakusha. suffered acute radiation sickness, ARS, <coughs> from the neutron and gamma rays. Oh, no, they all became the Hulk. Uh, oh, released no. by nuclear fission from the blast. Symptoms included bleed, bloody diarrhea, hair loss, fever, Ugh. intense thirst. They're shitting um, blood. Many later died, as well as direct radiation from fireballs. They also exposed to radioactive fallout from the bomb. Um, Jeeba. so yeah, I mean, this cripes, uh, you know, a little <clears throat> over 200,000 dead, terrible, terrible loss of life, loss of life. Um, Japan oh, is yeah. not a big country. Japan is like the size of California. And it's not even all together. It could probably fit in California. Right. There's like 6,000 named islands in Japan. Yeah. Not um, counting the unnamed ones. Right. Right. Not counting the unnamed ones. The tiny little pieces of island. Yeah. Uh, there's 6,000. I, but basically, all in all, it's about the size of California. Um, so two nuclear bombs managed to only take out a fraction of the population. Um, so, I mean, a lot of people kick around like, oh, you drop a nuclear bomb. It's like world ending. Um, it's pretty good recovery from two bombs. The United States, I mean, honestly, if, if, if a large superpower was attacking the United States, they would not drop two nuclear bombs. Um, Everybody's but, too scared. To launch the next one. Because they launch the next one, there's going to be a counterattack. All the allies are getting involved, and hardly anybody will survive World War III, all 45 seconds of it. Um, you know what? I even, like, 
if it was an all-out nuclear war, I still don't think the planet would be destroyed. One, you, you'd have people that would mitigate the damage. Um, two, I think on all sides, the automatic missile defense systems are so great. And that's the ones we know about. Like, what, 1984 or something, Reagan was trying to do the Star Wars program to defend us from rockets from space, like yep. with satellites? Um with like aluminum bullshit, bullets fired at damn near the speed of light. Yeah, and that was then. Man, someone's grilling. I want to go meet our neighbors. <laughs> um, I'll take your word for it. Oh, yeah, you can't smell things. So, so just the defense mechanisms that we even know about are so advanced that... Welcome to chat. Remember to... Are you bunker people? Um, we're outside. Um, no, we're, we're not bunker people. <laughs> to answer your question no not bunker people no um i got the chat up in your screen but i don't know if it's even visible your phone well is... you have the notes it's my phone is just smudgy hold on it's i had it pulled up <laughs> that's what they all say i don't i don't know yeah what did you do you did some shit let's just continue cancel shit continue That's your tail, Mike. Uh, maximize? What the fuck? I don't know. That's weird. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. We needed that up. We'll get it up later. I didn't do that. It did it itself. Um, so, yeah. I, I think the automated system is so good that uh, a lot of the bombs wouldn't reach their targets anyway. They would be shot down. Exploding nuclear weapons in the atmosphere, probably not the best thing. Um, and EMP pulses could be pretty bad. Um, but a lot of this I really think is overblown. Uh, I think the hope for life after nuclear war is pretty good. Um, are you bunker people? No, you should be. Okay. Is that a weird way of telling us that we have the perfect faces for radio? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm glad the helmet on. Are we bunker people? We should be. Uh, you know. No, I'm a true person. I'm just joking. Who are you? Uh, Ravel? Ravel, Ravel, Ravel. Whatever. It's, it's hard to say. Anyway. Um, so. Your internet is both. Back up my chat notes. So, I don't know where they went. Messenger. Oh yeah. We so we've seen that Japan recovered fairly well. Um, there was a lot of cases of, obviously, there was disaster. Like afterwards, there's a lot of death from cancer. There's a lot of mutations. Um, but I would say, like, a couple years, like now, you still don't hear about a lot of large scale deaths. In well, Japan, yeah, um, they recovered fairly well. It's been about eighty years. Been about eighty years, yeah. Getting, so getting up there, um, I, I wouldn't say like it didn't in Japan. No, nah. it wasn't the best thing that ever happened to them. No, no. The um, fucking and there's, there's probably still some DNA repercussions based on it. Like there's probably still some mutations in their DNA from people that came exposed to I, direct fallout. I, I I can guarantee it. Every single one of them I've ever seen looks asian they do um 
There's a kitty. Oh yeah, so I read the uh, symptoms include blade diarrhea. So, and the and the so they become thirsty. Um, one of the one of the symptoms you get when you have like radiation poisoning is you become thirsty, which is bad because most of the water you're drinking, unless you've stored properly, is irradiated. Is irradiated. So you're making the problem worse, making yourself thirstier to consume more consume water. So. It's like trying um, to fix a gunshot wound by shooting it. Yeah, you have to use something to try to remove it from your system. Um, so be aware of that. If you do get exposed to radiation, it's going to make you thirsty. Um, oh, and they also mentioned diarrhea, bloody diarrhea. So Probably from drinking all that irradiated water. From drinking a lot of water. But that's going to exasperate it. Like, you know what? Like, I, I tell people, like, they're like, what do, you, what do you prep for? And I'm like, well, job loss and... Death by pooping yourself. Literally, like, dehydration from pooping yourself is the biggest killer in the world. Should I drink my own radiation? Absolutely. Um, so, many survivors. Um, so, I think we've, we've kind of dispelled the fact, like, a Russian attack on the U.S. would completely, like, leave it a smoldering hole. Um, I think I read they have... Possibly if you use old decommissioned weapons, like 6,000 nuclear bombs. It's a lot of bombs. That is a lot of bombs. If they were to launch all 6,000, um, it would probably, between that and the retaliation, um, if, if that, like, one in a million shot, every everyone was like, you know, fuck it, I'm, I'm dropping my load, um, probably would be a world ender. Uh, most people tend not to want to do that, though. Yeah. You know, no one, no one wants to end the world. And there's, there's a lot of things like if you bomb the U.S., like the way the prevalent winds are, the nuclear fallout would cross the ocean and just it would, it would start killing our neighbors across the pond. It's like in that movie Real Men, the CIA wanted to get the big gun to destroy a planet, and they wanted to use it on the Russians. Right. It was said during the Cold War, guys. Right. Uh, the Cold War 1.0. Yes. Not 2.0. Um, so the assessment of, oh, I have it wrote down as the notes. Russian nuclear military capability estimates that as of early 2022, Russia has a, has a stockpile of approximately 4,477 nuclear warheads, nearly 6,000 if retired warheads are included. The U.S. maintains a similar inventory of 1,500 warheads with 3,800 of those rapidly deployable. Um, so, so... You know, we I've just covered like the negative here. Um, you know, they're like, I don't feel it'll be bad, but this is like basically the two biggest the two biggest players in the nuclear warhead game are America and Russia. Um with a combined we'll call it ten thousand nuclear missiles. That's a lot. Yeah. Um and that's not counting like whatever whatever um Korea is playing with over there. I was like, what's his name? Dim Sung Poo? <laughs> Kim Young Un? Yes, Kim Young Un. Yeah. Kim Dim Sung Poo. Dim Sung Poo. Oh, uh, great. We just made it on the North Korean watch list. Yes. Might as well be on another watch list. Um, <laughs> so, so combined, that's a lot of nuclear warheads. Uh, and if anyone got froggy, you probably could end the world. But that's like... Less than one percent. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to. I'm going to come on here and be like, "The world's ending. It's all over, boys." Um, 
You just got a squiggle. What is that Skeletor symbol? Uh, the guy in here is dropping emojis and it's too far away for me to read. It looks like the do no harm, but in purple. So it's a Skeletor. Uh, Skeletor commented. See, but the Skeletor you, symbol. You don't need the. I mean, all you need is the wrong people with their fingers on the button. Right. Well, only a, it could take like fucking literally four people in the world. There's a lot of safeguards too. Like, um, maybe maybe Skeletor left because I insulted him. Anyway. <laughs> Feel the wrath of my breakfast burrito. Um, like there was a joke going around that Trump had like the hidden nuclear codes, and that's what he stashed away. And it's like, do you not think they changed them with a new president? They cut. Actually, if my understanding is correct, they're changed daily. Uh, yeah, but definitely, like, there's no remnants of anything Trump knew about the nuclear codes being applicable to, like, he can't just be like, well, I'm just, I'm just going to use my nuclear code huge and blow the world up. He can't do it. They're gone. They've been changed probably 40 times over. Yeah, the case that the Secret Serviceman carries around that allegedly has, like, the red phone or whatever and actually has a computer with the that will give the president, when he puts in his access code, the current codes, at that particular moment, they change so rapidly. Oh, yeah, and the U.S. Uh, Internet and uh, government Internet services, all those get millions of uh, pings a day against their firewalls from foreign governments. Right. Um, so now that we've established that there is a danger level, um, I found this was interesting. After 14 hours, the danger level uh, of like nuclear radiation in the air. Yeah. Um, the danger level has dropped dramatically to 1 20th the level one hour after the explosion by 48 hours, two days later. The radiation level has reduced to one one hundredth of what it was at the one hour after the explosion mark. So, <laughs> you, you know, like the nuclear like Iceland thing of like of of it being like irradiated for hundreds and thousands of years afterwards. Like an operate. Hold on, Divergent here. Um, one of my favorite book series is Divergent. The, no, not Divergent. Um, that did not translate into a TV series at all. Was the so Truth, the Shannara, Shannara series. Um, and basically what happened there was demons got involved and tricked people into nuking the world. Like somewhere in the year like 1990 or something. We nuked each other. The world was a desolate wasteland. It went on. A, but anyway, when they rebuilt afterwards, the nuclear radiation caused like some people went underground with their nuclear radiation and became like trolls and gnomes. And some people became like, well, their elves were already there. Um, so basically that whole book series was a post-nuclear war out, like post-nuclear fallout series. Post-nuclear fallout turns it into D&D? &D. Post-nuclear fallout turns it into D&D. &D. So uh, I'm on board. Uh, I'm going to roll me a thief, boys. But anyway. Oh my God, what like, if their grenades like a thousand look like 20-sided dies and shit? Yeah, like they, uh, they, they had to stay secluded. Like the world was basically inoperable for like a thousand years. Whew. Abergination. Abergination. I don't know what that is. Abergenton. Abergenton. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Thank, thanks for sticking with us through this feed, this this live stream, buddy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you're number what, what one in our book, Skeletor. Yes, we love you, Skeletor. Um. 
man, what was I saying? <laughs> so, so the, the, the myth that if, obviously if you get nuked, Oh, the abrogate. So yeah, I've watched the movie, um, once a long time ago. Okay. Um, all the way. Radiation. So yeah, like if you get bombed, you're not going to be radioactive for like a thousand years. As we've seen, Japan was pretty good. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> like Japan is fully recovered and not like they're 87 years later or whatever. Mm, but I would say like, obviously showing this, like the nuclear fallout, like within a year, they're probably mostly okay. Except for people that were massively exposed that did not die, did carry some DNA damage. And, and you know what? They really seem like good sports about it. Chernobyl? No. Like, if you if you bomb the U.S., like, we would be sour about it to this day. We're like, you bombed Kansas, you stupid commies. You bombed Kansas. <laughs> like, America would never let you live it down. Oh, my God. Japan's like, oh, we love your music. You guys are great. Um, well, they don't like our beards. Um and and maybe they don't love Americans a whole lot, but they don't they don't hate us. They like the West pretty well. So if it was America, we'd still be salty about it. <laughs> um selling toothbrushes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of salty, our newest sponsor, Element, uh, who makes who makes um basically it's it's electrolyte packets so it's salty it has magnesium potassium and sodium for people that are on a keto carnivore or low carb diet you you need electrolyte replenishment and if if you ha if you're in a survival and you need go bags you need your we just discussed that being yourself to death and dehydration is the best cause of death survivalpunk.com uh, survivalpunk.com check me out uh, i'm about to give away something um, I've got some samples of Element to give away. Uh, we'll give away one from the podcast and one from the YouTube. So and that's Element, no vowels. L M N T. Um, so if you go to if so if you're on the YouTube, if you subscribe and like and send me an email, James at strongpunk.com with your address, I'll enter you in to win. If you're on the podcast, um, I'm on the podcast. Share it. Uh, I gave you a sample pack. <laughs> I gave you a sample pack just because you're my friend. Uh, if you're on the podcast, um, you know what? If if you don't, if you don't have like, I'm trying to get iTunes and Spotify reviews, but um, you know, subscribe and share and send me an email, jamesrollpunk.com, and I'll email you and tell me if you got it from YouTube or you got it from the podcast. I'll give away two of them, one for each. Um, so next myth so much food and water will be poisoned by the fallout people will starve and die even in the fallout areas where there is not enough food and water even where there is no food and water um that's i mean once again we go back to japan the whole country didn't starve and die yeah we probably went in with some help afterwards because basically we bombed japan and then the war was like yeah we're done we're done screw this shit. the whole war is over um Hitler's brother, Jeffrey, committed suicide when Hitler ran to Argentina. So the war was over. Poor Jeffrey. Um, 
So, so much food and water you're poisoned. Um, we've, we've established that, you know, it's going to be a big bang of nuclear fallout, and then the level is going to drop. By like 48 hours, it'll be one one-hundredth of what it was an I hour I know, but after. how long will it linger in some form? Well, I don't have those numbers, but one one-hundredth, like, if you have the supplies you need to detoxify yourself, you should be good. You should be even better if you take precautions to eliminate your exposure um, and... You're a prepper and you have food stored. Right. So if you're not drinking from the creek that was irradiated and hunting irradiated wild Chernobyl boars that day, you're probably going to be better off. Um, I would say at least, so depending on your, and I don't have solid hard numbers here. If, if you've been exposed, if, if there's nuclear war, there, there needs to be a quarantine time. Two weeks to slow the spread, guys. Oh, that's horrible. Um, you that know, is I'm, so horrible. You definitely want to stay inside for a while. Uh, I, they're saying 48 hours is 1 100th, so um, that's negligible. So I would say 48 hours is, is good. If you stay inside for a week, uh, probably even better. Now, what? Uh, say this happened here. Say, you know, we got bombed far enough away where we'd have fallout, but we wouldn't be irradiated on the spot. What kind of uh, items would you want to have prepped and stashed away? I would... Um, We will just jump to that and talk to it now. Oh, that works. Uh, it was maybe two down, but what are we doing on time here? 30, 31 minutes? Hmm. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of years ago, I wrote an article to our old called 10 Nuclear Survival Gear Items You Need to Get For The Shit Hits The Fan. Uh, starting website too soon. What should I? Oh, I didn't see that. What happened? Put that last comment up on screen again, and I'll read it. Um, for you people on the audio, you're like, what's going on? Uh, so we, we do it on YouTube. If you come to youtube.com, YouTube have you ever heard of that website? <laughs> we, uh, we, do a, we do a live every Sunday. And uh, you know what? I meant to start. Oh, here it is. I'm starting a website soon. Forest Dwellers United. Uh, shout out. I'll... Um, Forest Dwellers United, yeah, he's a podcast. Check him out. Uh, you know, I found this website called Listen Notes, right? Listen it's, Notes. It's a, it, it ranks podcasts, right? Like, you know, the top whatever. Um, you know, I also looked it up, like Jack Spearco, the Survival Podcast, top 5% of podcasts. Uh, I don't know if it's in the niche or in the world, but top 5%, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I wonder where Survival Punk ranks at, right? You know? Sixth. Top 10%. Wait, what? What does that mean? Top 10% of podcasts. Maybe on survival, maybe on podcast podcasts. I have all like 2 billion podcasts out there. And I'm like, where's my money at? It's got to be in survival. Yeah. If we're 10%, we, we'd be rolling in it. Right. right. Where? Why can't I scroll down on this? We could have had it all. There we go. There we go. Um, so yeah, 10 nuclear survival items you need to get. Um, iodine pills. Everyone knows you should get iodine pills. Um, depending on the, there's times you should have bought them and times you shouldn't have bought them. Um, I haven't super checked right now. There'll be a link in the show notes where you can find them. Uh, they're just not there at the moment. Now what does uh, iodine tablets do? So iodine, um, uh, potassium iodide pills are the first nuclear survival gear that people think of. The prices come down. When I wrote this, uh, because so the price after Fukushima, the nuclear radiation fallout there. Once again, Japan, 
Uh, not that I'm obsessed or anything. Um, after the, the price jumped up because people were worried that the Fukushima would leak radiation to the oceans, cause Godzilla, and get to the United States, right? Um, so the price is spiked up right now with the, the worries about Russia and whatnot. They're probably spiking up again. Um, so keep an eye on them. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I'm not selling potassium iodide pills. So I'm not gonna say go to survivalpunk.com, buy them. Um, I'm gonna tell you go on Amazon, watch the prices. If you see a deal, grab some, put them in your preps. You're good to go. Um, but potassium iodine pills are not magical radiation pill though. It only prevents radioactive iodine from being absorbed into the thyroid gland and will, will help the thyroid not become damaged. Um, that's a big problem you have when you become exposed to radiation is thyroid damage through potassium or through iodine being taken in there. So um, next, next, Michael, I'll let you read. <clears throat> Start that there. Prussian blue. Have you ever heard of Prussian blue? I have heard of Prussian blue. Uh, Bob Ross used it on every episode. Right, read the next line. No, not the artist or laundry kind. Yes, no, not that Prussian blue, supposedly. The, C the CDC says it's not the same. I can't find any sources to either prove or disprove this. Prussian blue may vary. is a pill pr by prescription that can help remove radioactive cesium and thallium from people's bodies. It traps radioactive cesium and thallium in the intestines and keeps them from being reabsorbed. Right. Um... Prussian blue. Yeah, so also if you don't know, the other Prussian blue that's the paint thing, so it's a mineral that's mined that makes blue paint pigment, um, also was added to, added when doing laundry in like the 18th century, the 16th century, because the soap you use to wash your laundry with had a tendency to dye your whites yellow. So by adding Prussian blue to your clothes, it turned your whites white. So instead of using the Prussian blue, so they started using Prussian blue instead of like yellow ochre, which apparently what was in there the first time? No, no like you, your, your soap just had like your white turn yellow. Right. Yellow. So take it blue, you add the Prussian blue to your laundry when you're doing your white. I, I was making a joke. I don't get your jokes. I was making a dad joke. I am a robot. They started using Prussian blue instead of yellow ochre is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of what I see. do. Yep, you read all that. So DTPA. Um, you need, I think you need a prescription for that last one and this one as well. Um, you're a, you're a drug I know person. where it's, yeah. Diethylene triamine pentacetate. Yes, that thing. I know um, how to read big words, okay? Is a medicine that can bind to radioactive plutonium, americum, 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 hell yeah, and curium to decrease the amount of time it takes to get radioactive plutonium, americum, americum. I think they named curium after Marie Curie. They did. Uh, out of the body. It works by tightly binding the radioactive materials, then passing them from the body via urine. This too is by prescription only, which makes no sense since it since is it Prussian blue have off-label uses. Yeah, so it's only for radioactive sickness. So I have bought off-label Prussian blue before. The real stuff, the Bob Ross stuff, it's, yeah. it's too expensive. Um, another little item you might want to consider getting is just a radiation badge. Um, I so I got mine after I got my sewing one. There you go. That, you know what I thought about coming out with little badges like, like survival, survival punk punk, badge. like merit badges. Yeah. Um, Kind of a kind of a dumb thing, but kind of a fun thing too. Uh, radiation radiation badges are carried by first responders and people that work in and around radiation. These badges are also 
These badges are a cumulative indication of radiation exposure. So the meter will never reset, which is not the best. So maybe you get like a few of them. It, however, does not require power. It will fit in a wallet so you can carry it everywhere you go. They will work great to check your exposure after an event. It will also show you how well you're doing avoiding radiation. Hi, Arya. Hi, wife. Hi, Mike's wife. Hi. Geiger counter. Uh, this is a bit, this is a bit, I'll let you take over and read the Geiger counter. Okay, Geiger counter. There are a ton of Geiger counters on Amazon. Many of them are well over $100, though. I know y'all don't have tons of money floating around. Neither do I. There are some affordable smartphone ones. Smartphone ones. You can just plug them into the headphone jack. So it's not an app. I mean, there's probably an app that goes along right, with it. Right, but you have to have like a hardware right. attachment as well. Or you could go the DIY route and make one. Here is a link. Blah, 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 blah. It's an instructable thing. Right. Sorrowpunk.com. Check it out. My bad, bad. I imagine I could smell it from here. <laughs> Radiation yeah. hazmat suit. Hi. Uh, say hi, Mike's wife. Hi. Mrs. Potato Head. To my boy, uh, Skeletor. Kim suits are pretty cheap on Amazon. Here's yeah, one for 12 bucks. This. Oh. Uh, this, was in, this was in 2016 time, so 12 bucks may or may not be more or less. I would not recommend getting a cheap one and deliberately going Call it 18, on radiation. 15 bucks right now. Um, Tell me where you pick up my lamp thing that's on the ground. Where is it? In front of you. Oh, how about I happen? would use them in emergencies only. Only use them when you have to. Best practices would be to stay inside. Always a great Two idea. Two weeks to slow spread of radiation. Wear your mask. Five days after the onset of symptoms. Oh, man. It's fun. Plastic sheeting. I'll let you take over plastic sheeting. Remember how we used to read articles? Yes. And we got made fun of because we just read articles. Yeah, we're doing it again. Yeah, well, this is my own, so. Well, haha. Yeah. Plastic cheating in a new. Okay, that makes. Okay, now I don't feel as much fun about making fun of this board. In a nuclear event, you want to seal up your home, cover the windows, vents, and doors. You do not want radiation to get inside. The more radiation you keep from getting inside, the less you have to worry about removing. Only physical barriers will keep radiation from entering the body. Only you can prevent radiation. Fires. Can prevent radiation. Yes. Um, stored water. Not much to add to this. This is stored water in nuclear survival preps. Um, yeah, we've already discussed. Like, if you're if you're have radiation poisoning and it makes you thirsty and you're drinking more irradiated water, um, you're gonna die. Yeah. This is when we get to the pseudoscience. Oh. I like it. I'll let you take the next one. Oh. The next one oh, is super. This. The next one is super pseudosciencey. Sea salt and baking soda. Sea salt and baking soda. Uh, this is where the list starts to get a little weird. I hope you like weird. I do. Uh, I came across here, an article like on using weird. sea salt and baking soda. It's kind of out there and suggests using diet for radiation and cancer. You cut my rock. I cut your rock. Mm. Daddy talking on TV. Yeah, yeah, look, though, there we are. I'm outside. Uncle Mike's on TV, too. Yeah, me on the TV. Did you See? know? No, right we, here. We talking in there. You silly. Um, that was my goddaughter, guys. It's kind of out there and suggests using diet for radiation and cancer, which I agree with. 
Um, cancer's preferred food is glucose. So take with that what you will. One of the gems I learned from this article is sodium bicarbonate. Yes, you heard that sodium bicarbonate bonds with uranium. Yep, good old baking soda bonds with uranium. It recommends soaking a bath of sea salt and baking soda to draw out the radiation. Although this does seem like pseudoscience, it may just be, it may just help you out. Uh, and both items should be your preps anyway. You want your rock back? You cut my rock. I cut your rock? What do you want me to cut your rock into? She wants you to make her survival axe like I suggested we do on YouTube. Yeah. Keto nesters. You go see you, mommy. This one is a bit harder to track down sources for. I remember hearing Dom Agostino on the Tim Ferriss show mention ketones effect on radiation exposure. Basic science supports the idea that nutritional ketosis could preserve the cellular tissue and physiology of people exposed to radiation. He talks about this concept for astronauts, but also for Japanese near Fukushima. I like to be in at least mid-ketosis the majority of the time, so I will be fine. If you don't want to eat your ketogenic diet, you have options now. This science paper stated that the invention relates to methods of using ketogenic compounds to protect against the adverse effects of radiation exposure, include ionizing radiation tissue damage. NIH in inventors have discovered that ketone esters can be used to reduce tissue damage if administered before or after exposure to radiation. Specifically, the invention relates to esters and gomers of R3 hydro hydroxybutyrate that are capable of elevating blood levels of R3 hydroxybutyrate and acetoacetate to sufficient levels to reduce cell death caused by radiation-induced damage of DNA and RNA. The development of effective radioprotectant molecules such as these is of great importance in reducing tissue damage following intentionally or accidental radiation exposure. The discovery can also increase the therapeutic efficacy of radiation therapies to protect non-target tissue from incidental radiation damage. So by having some exogenous ketones as a prep, you can start taking it as soon as you are exposed. New products are coming out all of the time if the price of ketocana is a little steep. With the benefits from it, though, I would say it will easily pay for itself. Fasting will get you into ketosis faster. Yeah. <coughs> Uh, so there's some neat things like if you if you're walking around in ketosis most of the time then you might be better adapted to dealing with nuclear survival which is a neat adaption um, if not if you don't want to and that's fine um, grab you some exogenous ketones and keep them in your preps what are exogenous ketones it's what we were just talking about beta hydroxybutyrate ah they come in pill form yeah, probably i think they're you i've seen it usually as a drinking powder ah okay gotcha um, do I have anything left? Let's just in see. conclusion. Well, no, I mean, in, in the uh, the notes that I had, it's up. Okay. Whoa, Jesus. Go back. What did we write? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, da -da 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 -da. so I got a couple of resources, and then we'll wrap this, uh, this B up, y'all. Um, so... There's a, there's a ton of things out there on nuclear survival, um, media-wise. Varying sources, like, you can find some, like, shit hit the fan, like, movies and stuff, and um, you're going to be dealing with, like, 
fictional things, so there's that. But for like, with survival entertainment, <laughs> remember when I was pushing that survival punk was like the most, the electri most electrifying podcast in survival entertainment? Yes, yeah, like the, the wrestling, like man, 1985 wrestling was the best stuff ever. Yeah, but that came out of the 90s. Yeah, but like the 80s to like 80 to 95, like that decade. Oh yeah, best wrestling. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's when wrestling Where's got my table. Big. Changed my mind. That's when wrestling started getting big. That's when people started getting heroes. Uh, the wrestling organizations condensed into this one gigantic thing called the WWF. Basically, it put wrestling on the market. Then, when the '90s happened, you had the NWO and WCW, and the WWF countered with the Attitude Era, which introduced stars like uh, The Rock and Triple H. And like the Heart Foundation, right, right? And once again, like proving competition. Stone Cold is Steve like, Austin. The competition between WWEF uh, and WCW was like the best time in wrestling. Like, yep. Um, but anyway, um, so like there, there's like a. Uh, wait a way I can't read. Um, is your is your thing showing comments? Live chat. Retry. Do you think more problem solution initiatives don't you need more problem? You need more problem solution initiatives, don't you think? No? I I don't Mosquito? Yep. They don't bother me. Yeah, well I want them all dead. Uh I I I, I think more people need to be prepared individually um and maybe get to another community i don't like initiatives but if you want to start an initiative on a grassroots scale i agree with that um so so what i'm saying is like with with survival media there's like a there's a grading scale so there's like you got like survival knowledge on one side and entertainment value on the other side and like you're kind of like juggling it like I've so James Wesley Rawls Patriots, uh, a tale of the coming collapse or whatever, like man, dense packed with survival knowledge. Writing was a fucking train wreck. Writing was horrible. Characters were horrible. No one was no one was real. Um, it's terrible. Um, but. Pack the survival knowledge. Some of the other stuff, real, real skimpy on survival knowledge. Um, I, like, I used to love Survivor, man. Survivor, man, yes. Um, he did all that stuff by himself. I mean, he'd do his homework beforehand, don't get me wrong, but he would go out and survive by himself in some very inhospitable uh, climbs. Uh, yeah. So, and some of the, the, the fictional, like, movies and stuff, tend to be real heavy on entertainment value, but not really good on like, the survival information they give is hot stinking garbage. We gotta do something about your internet. I've been trying for years. Yeah. Um, I will I will read those comments offline and 
and respond to them because it's I definitely will look at them on on uh, afterwards um, and that looked interesting maybe make it into a whole show because I barely have a chance to read it so um, Jericho was a was a TV series about America being nuclear bombed technically by Americans actually there was like it was like 20 20 or 30 something like bombs that went off like um, not warheads but like dirty bombs built in like uh, U-Haul trucks delivered around the country so uh, very entertaining show they went into the survival like uh, they were outside of nuclear like if you're in if you're in one of the detonation sites like say you're in one of the big cities it's it's a target you're probably going to be one of those gone like if you're if you're in like chicago san francisco atlanta new york like those big those big targets like there's a list out there of like the targets mm -hmm. if you live in one of those cities chances don't look like my magic eight ball like chances don't look good pretty much um the further you can get away the better off you'd be uh where we live i like because we are far enough away the internet's shitty which is why this video quality is bad and I can't look at the comments on Mike's phone. Um, but we probably won't be nuked. Very low, like, reward for nuking us. I should start a GoFundMe to get better internet. There you go. Man, I keep hearing, like, stuff's coming out, but... Uh, just to, to wrap it up, Jericho is a great series. I highly recommend you watch it. One second after, um, it talks more about the EMPs. They're not directly nuked, but uh, it... You, you can't get into survival prepping without getting into one second after. I listened to the audiobook. I had a couple issues with it, but more like I recommend everyone should listen to it. Like, um, I like to recommend 299 Days. Uh, and if you know Glenn Tate, email him and let him know I want to be on his show because he's not responding to my emails. I love you, Glenn. But um, nothing, nothing to do with nuclear fallout in that. Like, there's a couple mentions of like nuclear stuff, but not in there. One second after Jericho, those are my top two picks for nuclear survival. Uh, and with that, this has been Oh Wait. Oh Wait? Oh Wait. But wait, there's more. Arigato gozaimashita. Watashi wa jamesu karada survivalpunk.com. Mayamo couch potato mic. This has been James from DIY Savani, guys. You know what you're